this the Garfield movie? Wait, is that in the Garfield movie? Is it in the Garfield movie? Psh, I don't know. I haven't seen the Garfield movie in ages. I used to be obsessed. Like, watched it so many times, back to back to back to back. Did you have the DVDs? I'm sure you did. You, brought, yeah. you had a lot of DVDs, I feel I was, like. I had DVDs and I had VHS tapes. The essentials. <laughs> oh my god, VHS tape. That's crazy. I have a whole collection at my house, like back home, mm-hmm. and I have a VCR, and my mom, I think she threw it out, and she's trying to gaslight me into thinking I took it with me. I'm like, mom, where would I have it? Because I went home to bring it back, so I was going to plug it into my mm. projector, because I got an adapter to plug it into my projector, <laughs> and she was like, no, you took it with you. I'm like, you my filthy god. liar. I did not. Did you, so, have the, did you have the portable DVD players growing up, like the yeah. little movie things that were like laptops, but they were like garbage? <laughs> yes, and then you take it in the car, and yeah. then like, it, you hit a bump and it skips. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's perfect. Exactly. It's just I've my watched, favorite. I feel like, I don't know if everyone has the same experience, but that's how I've seen a lot of the nostalgic movies we've mm-hmm. grown up with, is like in the car with that thing. Like, yeah. I watched Shark Tale for the first time, I oh. think, on that, one of those that's crunchy little DVD players. Oh my gosh. Mine is um, Finding Nemo. I went to yeah. go visit some cousins I have in Ohio, like a long time mm-hmm. ago, for Thanksgiving, and we had that little portable DVD player, and we watched Finding Nemo like a billion times, because oh one of the God. only DVDs we brought with us. Yeah, you go on like a two-week vacation, and it's like, I'm going to watch this you bring one movie i did that with shrek shrek was something i watched like eight times i think on our vacation oh that's the best one (laughs) it's the best i'm sad i didn't bring any like horror movies or anything with me well i guess i was a child you didn't have your collection of horror yet yeah streaming wasn't a thing yet so i couldn't like that's quite unfortunate if i could stream as a child you don't want to see who I'd turn out to be. Do you think there's eight-year-olds right now with a Shutter subscription? <laughs> I hope so. I genuinely hope so. That'd be me well, at eight. Well, with all pirating now, like, any eight-year-old can look up any of the Saw movies and just, there you go. Uh, I mean, I can't even react very well. I watched those when I was, like, seven. Well, I didn't pirate them. I watched them on Chiller. Chiller? Chiller? Did Chiller? you watch Chiller? I did watch Chiller. Because they had, like, the true crime shows too on chill yeah and like the haunting type stuff yeah tales tales from the crypt no did not watch that one <gasps> you I didn't know. watch tales from the crypt i'd have to see the intro i feel like as soon as i see intros to shows i'm like <gasps> flashbacks it's that, it's that little old mummy guy and he's like tales from the crypt <laughs> i feel like you showed me a clip of this somewhat recently if, if cole is listening right now cole? which i hope you are cole, cole, cole if you're not you're listening, listening if you're listening now text us when you listen to this okay please yeah, please message one of us <laughs> you, how we'll know cole is a big tales from the crypt fan i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure yeah that makes a lot of sense for Cole. <laughs> makes a ton of sense he knows tales from the crypt that's a, that was a great show we're watching that too okay we should watch it tonight we we'll try should. to just pull it up on something but Aww. yeah but if you're wondering why we're talking about tales of the crypt and other mysteries we are a mystery podcast yeah. <laughs> ah! well i was gonna um <laughs> segue into that too that was a longer cold opening for us we're just but... having fun we're just chatting yeah. in the storm we can't help it we we uh our production got pushed back yet again guys because you know why <laughs> COVID. yep yep i i didn't get it this time but my roommate did, so I had to quarantine and make sure mm-hmm. I was negative. So I just wanted to be safe, you know. So, but so this we're is good. what the third or fourth time COVID has pushed back production. I think so. It better quit. Yeah. It's taking away all the fun. Miss Girl, if you don't stop pushing back the Mystery Files episodes, Miss Girl, it's spot, been spot. quite too long. Mm-hmm. What is it, 2022? You're two years. Yeah. Get out up. of here. Grow up. Quite I mean, literally, grow up and get out. Exactly. Pack your bags and leave. 
<laughs> but the last time you saw us, we did the episode on the Stargate Project. We did. And I released it on perfect timing because mm-hmm. I released it on season four. Stranger premiere. Things. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. I still haven't watched it. I will, though. <laughs> Tomorrow. I think I think it, I to- you told me, was it we talked about it earlier, like literally mm-hmm. an hour ago. You were like, I thought it was really smart that you released it on the day Stranger Things came out. I was like, yeah, I forgot to release that episode. <laughs> and it just You said, like- I released it late. But you know, it came out on the perfect day. So it's perfect. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. This might be the perfect opportunity. No, I was like, that's so smart of you to do that. You're like, ah ha ha, totally so smart of me. I was like, I'm a marketing genius. And in reality, I was just like, I think I've released a lot of the episodes on days. I did like Mother's Mm -hmm. Day. I did. I did another holiday, I think, too. I was like, hey, watch this. You said happy little day. Enjoy this piece of art. And that was episode seven. And this is episode eight of season six. Yes, it is. Our season finale. Woo, yes, it is. And then we've got some really fun stuff coming up yes. with our spinoff. With the summer tape season mm-hmm. three. I'm so excited. Summer tapes mm-hmm. time is always the best time of I the know. year. I know. It's just nice, warm vibes. It's mm-hmm. so fun. And I don't work a crummy job schedule anymore. So oh, we'll yay. have more episodes. So Yay. Do you still work for them, right? Or you're just changing your schedule? Oh, no. I meant, like, for my previous employer of Summer Tape oh, Season 2. I'm remembering now. And how we did basically, like, four episodes. Yeah. And it was... <laughs> yeah, so we'll be able to do way more. I was like, wait, what yeah. do I not know about recently, <laughs> Logan? But, okay. Which is why I mentioned, uh, I guess, like, I was trying to say with Tales from the Crypt to kind of mm-hmm. maybe doing, like, a little bit of a hint of what we want to do with the Summer Tapes a little bit more. Yeah. A little more experimental. Yes, I'm excited fun. to experiment and, like, maybe we can yeah. review some stuff. Just out of our norm, just for fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if you have any suggestions for us, you should follow us on our Instagram at the, the Mystery Files underscore. Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep them <laughs> anonymous, but someone today told mm. me... That you and I should make a TikTok page. And I was like, we have a TikTok we page. We have a TikTok. And a mini series. Hey, we have on to post it. more on there. I will say that yeah. in our defense. <laughs> but if you haven't seen the mini series, go uh, watch it. It's at the Mystery Files podcast. Yes. On TikTok. Check it out. Follow us and we can make yeah. some more videos when we got, get more traction on there. We can do it. <laughs> Yes. I'm excited, but yes. So, do you want to get into this week's episode? Oh I'm my excited. gosh, yes I do. I've been waiting to tell you all about it. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Drum, roll. Drum roll, please. <clears throat> uh, this week on Z Mystery Files, I presented the case of Mysteries and Myths of Hawaii. Oh, wait. So, it's Mysteries and Myths of Hawaii? Yeah. Ah, wait. And, oh, I <laughs> the microphone. microphone. Listen, okay. before I start this, I would just like to say, I've had this concept for like three weeks, Right. Right. We all love BuzzFeed Unsolved, guys. Mm. We love them. We love them deeply. And we know we've had our incidents of having, like, episodes that are just the same, right? They just posted about the ghost files, how they're going to do, like, a special in Hawaii. Oh, my. We have the same brain as yeah. them. That's crazy. Like, they released it the other day, and I was like, oh, you're joking. I'm, if we would have recorded this, like, on our initial date of recording, we would have had this mm. out before they even talked about it. Maybe that's a manifestation of, like, our success in the future. Yeah. Like, we're going to be... But do you also want to hear, it gets even more creepy. So I don't know if I told you this yet, but Mm -hmm. Benjamin and I are planning on going to Hawaii for a honeymoon. Yeah, you did tell me that. So yeah, we're planning on going there, right? Mm -hmm. And I remember like, Benjamin and I booked like Airbnbs and I was like, oh, it'd be so funny since I'm doing this case. Like what if when I'm in Hawaii, I can do like a little short like Mystery Files TikTok Mm -hmm. about mysteries in Hawaii. 
Oh my and that's God. literally what the ghost files busting unsolved guys are doing. Oh my God. And I'm that's like, I literally wild. said that. And like two days later, oh they posted. God. And I'm like, I, this weird energy. I'm excited. But Wait, yeah. So it's like ghost, will be like ghost stories and like some. Yeah, this is just like different like legends and myths of Hawaii. So yeah. But I'm let so, me get into the intro. I just wanted to so say excited. that before I started how crazy that is. Because I but. love the like Polynesian islands and I love Hawaii yes. and stuff. So this but is just like so cool. But there's definitely one story that you already kind of know of because you told me about it. But. I'll keep going. You know, oh, you know. Oh, you know, I, I you will. Know. I will. This is just like the top hat man thing, <laughs> like a niche thing I know a lot about. Yes, you're like I will give okay. the details. So right. let's get into the intro. The Hawaiian Islands are steeped in ghostly stories and folklore that have been passed down through the generations. Traditional Hawaiian mythology and religion have ties to ancient Polynesian beliefs brought over by the earliest settlers to the islands, which were then shaped through the centuries by their connection to these beautiful, remote, and unpredictable volcanic islands. Here are a few stories of the supernatural, the terrifying, and the mysteries that are still told in Hawaii today. So, the first one is called Beware of the Night Marchers. Eee, and you know, my favorite. You know the Night Marchers. Yes, I love the Night Marchers. Yes, didn't you say Marchers. there was a Lilo and Stitch thing about it? Yes, yes, they did an episode on Lilo mm-hmm. and Stitch about the Night Marchers, and that was my introduction to that uh, concept. Nice. I, I wonder if my love... Of, like, the Polynesian islands and stuff and mm-hmm. beaches and water and stuff came from Lilo and Stitch. Like, the series, not yeah, the movie. I love the series. Yeah, because the series was on all the time. Mm-hmm. But no, there was a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you'll get into it in the case. But yeah, there was an episode of Lilo and Stitch they did that where, like, they all went on, like, a camping trip. And it was, like, a horror themed of, like, Aww. the night marchers don't exist. And then they try to murder Myrtle <laughs> at the end of it. The little redhead. Yeah, they try I get to it. murder her. I mean, she's kind of annoying, <laughs> to be fair. Honestly, good on the night march. <laughs> good job for them. We have to watch that episode tonight, though. We should. It's probably on Disney. We Plus. should put that as the picture for this episode. That'd How be cute kind of would that fun. We just have Myrtle, I <laughs> think, marchers. So, anyway, so if you don't know about them, Here's a little bit of bit, a little bit about them. So, while most ghost hunters are out looking for spirits, there are some ghosts you should never look at. Hawaii's night marchers, the phantoms of ancient Hawaiian warriors, are said to roam the islands at night. In life, these warriors supposedly traveled at night to protect people so sacred that the common man were never allowed to look at them. So, breaking that rule actually meant death. So, if you looked at these people, dead. <laughs> dead. Dead. Oh, my dead. God. So, the night marchers' job wasn't to terrorize people. It was simply to protect the most sacred high-ranking chiefs. Uh, the night marchers showed mercy by traveling at night to spare people from harm. Wow. So, a storyteller named Lopaka Kapuni says, It's easy to tell if night marchers are approaching. He says they carry torches. They march to the thunderous sound of drums. They give mm. warning by sounding a conch shell. That's when you know it's time to run and hide. Mm. So, if you hear the marching in the conch shell, you better yeah. get out of there. So, if you're already in the path of the Night Marcher's trail, legend dictates you must strip naked and lie face down. And there's... I didn't know that. That's That's... psychotic. That's so crazy. So, I guess there's a rumor that peeing on yourself will keep you alive, too. (laughs) Like a jellyfish thing? Yeah, I'm like, what? I mean, it it all comes back, I guess, with the water. How do you pee on yourself? You just pee. Like, down the leg or on your foot? Like I assume, yeah. How else? Like... I'm not trying to get into the details of how to pee on yourself here, but yeah. I feel like, like, do you pour it into a cup and then just, like... Oh, no. no I'm just no, trying no, to figure no. out the logistics of how to pee on Probably yourself. Probably you just pee and just what it does, what it does. But that's only protecting, like, what? Your inner... 
it protects your whole body. Probably like this something about it. It just scent. you need to get pee on yourself somehow. Yeah, maybe it's like a circle of salt. You just need that around you. How would how would you aim that? It's just on your body. I don't think it's much more like than a three sixty. You're just like you couldn't pee on your whole body. It's just you need know, a little bit of your pee on you. You know, to just protect a little you. bit of pee. Just a little bit of pee never hurt. You know, a little bit of pee never hurt to save you from some ghosts. Quote the mystery files. <laughs> Quote the mystery files. So, whatever you decide to do, just don't look at them. If you're lucky enough to share a bloodline with somebody marching in the procession, Ooh. you'll supposedly be saved. So, the night marchers are said to frequent sacred Hawaiian grounds, such as sites of sacrificial temples and other areas of Oahu, including Yokohama Bay, uh, Kamahamehe, sorry if I'm saying these wrong, um, and Ill's Summer Mansion, Makaha Valley Plantation, Kayana Point, and Kalama Valley. There's even a night marcher's path that goes through the armory inside the Diamond Head Crater, Kapuni mm, says. Mm. So then in downtown Honolulu, there's reportedly a night marcher's trail that runs through the footprint of the Davies Pacific Center. Oh. So in 2012, Kapuni met with attorneys on the 23rd floor who claimed that the building's security cameras captured the night marchers <gasps> on video. No, really? I, I wish I would have had this video. We should watch it later because I'm like, what yeah, is that? Yeah, no. Like, every, everyone, if you're listening, go Google that afterwards, go too. Google that it. sounds so cool. Ooh. So a native Hawaiian cleaning lady was reportedly doing her job at night when a column of mist appeared. The woman died the next day. The following Whoa. month, someone claimed to have seen the ghost of the lady marching with the night marchers and disappearing to the other side of the wall. Whoa. That's creepy as heck. Yeah, that's a part of the night marchers, too, is that how you know they're coming is, like, they have a mist. That's mm. how, like, a lot of people know, like, they have to do, I think, those defense mechanisms you were yeah. talking about or just, like, running. Ooh, I, I um, see a mist. What if it's just foggy? How do you know the difference? Well, I think that's the thing is like mm-hmm. y- you don't know the difference, and so it's like, are you trying to take the chance? On my honeymoon, I'm casually, I'm like, oh, it's getting foggy. Better run. Yeah. <laughs> Better pee on myself. Yeah. Lie naked <laughs> in the middle of the street. You're like fully married to Benjamin, yeah. and then like you see some mist, and then you scream, pee on yourself, then run Benjamin, away. Start peeing. <laughs> Hurry, come on. Do you want to die? Benjamin, start peeing. Start no. peeing. <laughs> I've already stressed Benjamin out by, like, the fear of dying on our honeymoon. Because I guess one of the Airbnbs doesn't have, like, a, what is it called? A carbon monoxide alarm. And That's so okay. I, I was like, oh, no, we have to bring a carbon monoxide alarm because I don't oh. want to die on our honeymoon. And, ben, and I was like, wouldn't it be crazy if we died of carbon monoxide poisoning on our honeymoon? He's like, don't say that. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm being logical. Be the next episode of the truth. I know. He's like, don't put that into the universe. I'm like, the universe is putting it inside me. What do you mean? That's good. That's good. That's what's uh, going to put the mystery files on the map is yeah. uh, Ryan and Shane are going to cover you. <laughs> yeah. I'm the ghost. Hey. Come, like, ooh. come and get me. <laughs> so anyway, the night marchers are said to march on the last four Hawaiian moon phases. So mm. before the moon goes completely dark. This month, beware of October 20 through 23rd when Kapani says the night marchers will appear. So I guess it's more of like the October time. That makes sense because like I think October through November is usually in most cultures like a spooky mm-hmm. like kind of vibe. With like, like the moons and month. stuff. I'm like, glad I won't be there then. <laughs> so just don't go looking for the night marchers yet. Sometimes you don't have to try looking for them because they will just appear. Mm-hmm. So another story, Ricky, a security guard at the Cades shut yeah, shut building, claims he once caught a glimpse of the night marchers during a brief trip to Wailu, Wailoa, I don't know, some 19 years ago. Ricky and his then-girlfriend, Jennifer, visited their friend Richard and his son, Ryan, who were camping on Mala- Makulela Beach. Uh, Ricky remembers the exact date, July 5th, 1995. 
they arrived on the beach between 10 and 11 p.m. A distant flash of light caught their attention in the dark. It looked like a line of fire ants marching down the mountain by Dillingham yeah. Airfield. I thought people were hunting, but there was a long line of torches, he said. Wow. I'd be so freaked out if I saw that in the distance. No, yeah, I'd be freaked out, too. I think, um, what was I going to say? I think, I don't know if, like, is that the last story that's involved with them? Or? Um, yeah, but there's a little bit to the end of it, but we can keep talking. Okay, no, I was just going to talk about, like, their supernatural, like, beings too i think like sometimes that they you can't see them too like mm-hmm. i hear sometimes you can just see their torches in the air oh like that fire so like them talking about like them looking like little ants is probably mm-hmm. like that fire glow they just see the glow going. yeah because they're marching so yeah. it's like so it was a strange sight at first because it looked like an endless line of torches disappearing off the mountain ridge but he later realized those weren't hunters, but night marchers. He recalls hearing the legend of the night marchers at a kid at a YMCA camp, Erdman. One, <laughs> that's cute, he heard it at a YMCA. So I guess one staffer always used to warn young campers about a night marcher's path in the same spot that he saw them. So luckily, Ricky oh. and his friends survived to tell the tale, and he hasn't back, been back there since, like, to that place. So you hear that, kids? Uh, summer camp uh, saves lives. Summer camp summer is camp educational. saves lives. But can you imagine, like... The camp person was like, oh, yeah, at this place, like, this could happen. As He hears this as a kid. He's just, like, doing, like, some throwaway thing about these night marchers. Yeah. Like, oh, it's like, oh, yeah, they come here. Ha, ha, ha. And then this kid grows up and like, sees they this. They came here. They were here and never <laughs> returning. So I'm horrified. I like that he, like, works close to where he went to summer camp, yeah. too. Like, he really stayed in a, uh, his town, and I love that for That's him. That's so wholesome. <laughs> and he almost died because of it. Oh, well. Mm. <laughs> well I don't think he died. He's probably just, like, scared. Like, oh. The night marchers could kill him. <laughs> he had to pee on himself. He had to strip naked in the street. Wait, do you think, to... like, when he was at the summer camp, like, he was, like, eight years old, and mm-hmm. he was, like, told, like, you gotta pee on yourself to make he sure you're like, okay. He was like, but I don't want to. He's like, you have to. You have There's no choice. You, you do you want to die? Yeah. Is that what you want, child? You want to die? No. <laughs> then pee on yourself. Pee on yourself, Dear idiot. God. <laughs> I don't want to oh, go God. to camp. Mom, please. <laughs> Anyways, Man. love the night marchers. Love the uh, night marchers. Such a creepy story it like, was so creepy. eerie like all the visuals that are made of mm-hmm. them too like if you go- even just google night watchers and go to the images Ooh. it's frightening a frightening sight a frightening experience so <laughs> yeah. now we're gonna watch lilo and stitch after this so i'm excited okay so into the next little myth so i, I don't know if i'm gonna say this right so i'm just gonna say it and if it's You're wrong doing a good my job bad. pronouncing them so far thank you honest, you just have to though. act like you know yeah, yeah, you just gotta you do it with confidence. There's gonna be people out there going, you idiot, it's not how you say it. And I'll go, oh, but I tried. Do you remember when I did the French one? Like, the, I think I did the uh, the Iron Mask case, and mm-hmm. it was just so French that I was like, I think halfway through the case, you could just tell I was getting frustrated. I was like... <laughs> <sighs> I would just go, M, <laughs> D. <laughs> so, <laughs> this one's called um, the Busy Little Menahue. So, they're Hawaii's hobbit people. That's what they oh, call them. Ooh, okay. So... Hawaiian legend has it that many centuries ago, the Menahue were a mischievous group of small people or dwarves who lived hidden in the forests and valleys of the islands before the first settlers arrived from Polynesia. So, these Menahue, who roamed the deep forests at night, were said to be about two feet tall, though some were as tiny as six six inches that's so short that's really short yeah. so they were small enough oh to God. small enough to fit in the palm of a hand Aww. that's really cute they're like evil fairies but not so i guess they enjoyed dancing singing and archery and their favorite foods were bananas and fish the many who have been known to use magic arrows to pierce the heart of angry people 
igniting feelings of love instead. Oh, wait, I want to be a Menahue person. I like how it was, like, going in the direction of murder, and then it was, like, wholesome. But actually, it's love. <laughs> so they also enjoy cliff diving, and according to local lore, they were smart, extremely strong, and excellent craftsmen. They were rarely seen by human eyes, and they are credited with mightly feats of engineering and overnight construction. That's so crazy. What? They Wait. said, let's build a town. They're they just, they just builders, too, on top yeah. of it? Yeah. All little Bob the Builders. Aw. Little babies. Like, how this is, like, less creepy, and they're just more, like, talented, versatile individuals. Like... It's just the little nits. They got little... Wait, they're, creatures. like, six inches tall, and they're building whole towns? I don't know if they're building a town. I made that up. <laughs> they, they said they were like master construction things so i'm like they probably built something a building it's like it's like a like a toothpick tower like look Aww. what we did it in a night we're master craftsmen and then i would break it i'd smash it go bye bye take this little pig i'm a wolf i'm gonna blow your house down that's what happened <laughs> i'm like get ready for the big bad wolf Stop. <laughs> Stop on your house. So I guess these industrious master builders used their great strength to build temples. So they built some big stuff. Temples. Okay, yeah, they built like yeah, actual temples. things. And I guess they built fish ponds, roads, canoes, and houses. I was on the right path. Wow. I knew, I knew. Who needs an infrastructure bill when you got them? You Who know? needs it? Exactly. They, can, they can build the world. So one such structure they are believed to have built is Kikiawolo. Uh huh. Mm. Also known as the Menahue Ditch, a historic irrigation ditch that fu- funnels water from the Waimea River on Kauai. Another one of the oh, amazing wow. feats is the legendary overnight creation of the Alakoko Fish Pond on Kauai, which archaeologists estimate to be around 1,000 years old. Wow. That's old as heck. Wait, so it's like history saying that like it just appeared the next day? Like the yeah. people who lived there, it, w- it just wasn't there one day and then yeah, it just Yeah, it's something that like suddenly wild. appeared. I'm like... I can kind of believe that's kind of wow. fun. That's no, really that's fun. that's like really cool. Aww. Like even like a, not to put on like my theory hat again, even if mm-hmm. that was just like a natural disaster and like the, they had nothing to do with it or something, like yeah. that's still really freaking neat. Like the fact, well, the fact that like buildings would pop up and like yeah. canoes and houses. That's just and... not like natural causes. Like, yeah. And a <laughs> whole imagine? irrigation system. Like what? Like an opposite of a tornado, it like builds houses. Oh. Do you imagine if that was, like, a thing? Like, all right, guys. Why is it not? <laughs> like, all right, guys, we're under a tornado. Watch, here comes a new uh, cityscape. <laughs> okay, starting at midnight, we're building a town. Get on it. <laughs> That's so cute. I love it. I guess they also built the, what was it? The Alacoca Fish Pond for the princess and her brother at the time. Aww. So the shy but strong group lined up in a double row, which stretched 25 miles to distant Macaulay. So the workers pass stones hand-to-hand to build the pond. Why are they so stinking cute? This is the most wholesome supernatural creature I think we've ever covered. I know. I want them. Like, it's usually, like, a demonic can... turtle. Yeah. Or, like, a evil killer fairy butterfly yeah. woman. This is really cute. Yeah. They're, oh my they're God. so cute. So they worked at night so as not to be seen by others, cutting, transporting, mm. and fitting stones for their project in a long bucket brigade. If they were discovered, their work would have been abandoned. So they would just stop. They would go, we don't exist, ha ha ha. Can you imagine they're like in the middle of building like a city tower and they get caught and they're just like, <laughs> oh, there's like a 20 story, story building and it's like only eight of them are done. <laughs> they suddenly turn into middle-aged men, construction workers, <gasps> whistling at women. Wait, are all middle-aged construction workers just... Menahue? The Menahue? 
How funny that, would that be? That's wild. I'm going to go up to him and be like, are you a Manahue? Tell me the truth. Is it you? You can tell me. Are you? <laughs> I'll tell on you if you aren't. We live near, like, rivers, so it's possible. They built They built the Pittsburgh We're rivers. basically on an island. Three rivers? They did all that. Wow. Wow. Whoa. wow. Pittsburgh history found the truth right here. <laughs> yeah. Proof's in the pudding, folks. Proof's in the pudding. So the next time you see a construction worker, tell them, hey. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Thanks. <laughs> Thank your local construction workers. For a us, you from- buy. <laughs> PBS kids. <laughs> oh, this show would never be greenlit for PBS kids. Oh, no. <laughs> never. Why not? You know, it was, though, the Mystery Files Australian show. Stop it. We're better. <laughs> we are. We're better than We're better that. than that PBS kid ripoff. Idiots. Idiots. Whole children. <laughs> They know nothing of We're life. We're like those Manahues on them. Yeah, stick them on them, stick them on them. So I guess um, the Manahue were promised no one would watch them at work, uh, which had carried out after dark. However, one night, the royal siblings snuck up and watched the thousands of Manahue at work, only to fall asleep. At sunrise, the Manahue discovered them and turned them into twin stone pillars that can be seen today in the mountains above the what? fish pond. So I guess, like, the prince and, what was it? The royal siblings caught them at work. And they fell asleep in the next morning. Those little creatures turned them into, like, stone pillars. Now, that that's kind of a... They got a dark you know, twist. You know, everyone's got a flaw. In they them, they don't know. like to be seen. That's not yeah, their fault. That's they okay. Ma- they make their rules clear. I think that's very normal. They're making a statement. At least they did it in their sleep, you know? Yeah. They said, go back to bed, little kids. And they're just, like, sleeping on the floor. They're like, whoa, that's crazy. And they just that's zonked so... out. <laughs> they were like, ooh, this is so fun. We're secretly watching them. But Damn. these men who didn't want them to know their secrets. They're, like, kind of my problematic fave now, you know? Like, yeah. Uh, like, yes, they did, like, turn two kids into stone. But, like, but, it's like, their fault. Go back to bed. It's their fault. It's a, a, a lesson, really. Don't stay up past your bedtime. Don't stay up past your bedtime and watch people in the middle of the night. Also, why are you I outside? Think... <laughs> why are you outside yeah. in Hawaii by yourselves, children? Go back yeah, to bed and stop watching night. people do their jobs. Where are your parents? Where are, you, where are the king and queen? They're not doing Honestly, their job. No, yeah, they're still unproblematic. I, I, yeah, no. We still love them. They're doing their very best. It's not our fault. So, I guess, interrupted by the sun, the Menihue left two gaps in the fish pond wall. Many generations later, Chinese settlers filled the gaps to raise the mullet, but the stonework that closed the gap was far inferior to the ones of the mystical Menihunes. So, like, the mystical Menihunes' work was way better. Mm. Um, another description that has been passed down in local folklore is of the three Menihune in Ainehu is a forest on the north side of Halakala, crater in Maui. The three Menihune were called Haolalu, Malawo, and Ilu. All the other Menihu living in Hawaii knew them well because they possessed very unusual powers. Halulu meant to tremble, and to, it seemed like this little man was always cold. But his magic just gift... Like just like me, I'm always <laughs> freezing. But I guess his magic gift that was that whenever he would start shaking, he would become invisible and could travel anywhere without being detected. Okay. <laughs> I wish I had sure. that. Sure. When you get cold, you just disappear. I start shaking so bad that I'm invisible. Damn. I would not see you all winter. Never, honestly. Honestly, like, maybe 11 months out of the year, you wouldn't see me. (laughs) You have that one month. What month month do I see you? Uh, July. Okay. Yeah, it's perfect. (laughs) 
So Elu in Hawaiian means quick and nimble, and whenever Elu moved, he was so quick that he disappeared and no one could follow him. Wow. And Malawa's name means lazy, but what most people didn't know was that whenever he appeared to be sleeping or lazy, his magical self became imperceptible, and he would go around the island and do good deeds. Aww. Why is Hawaiian stuff so cute? This is really cute, yeah. It won't be for long, but for now, we'll enjoy okay. it. well... I like the uh, the um the polar opposites of these two. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but the many heat's cute. Tales. like here's these many that are really really cute, but here's the night marchers who will kill you if they even you will look literally at you. die if you, you see them. You will literally die unless you don't pee on yourself. Yeah, so choose wisely. <laughs> so even though the many were said to be displaced when the first settlers arrived in Hawaii, some people still believe the many are roaming roaming the islands, carrying oh. out tricks in pe- on people. So, indeed, an 1820 census of Kauai lists 65 people as Menihune. Other Hawaiian mythology records refer to few other forest-dwelling races. The Nawo, who were large and wild hunters, descended from Launu, the Mu people, and the Wa people. So, I guess, like, they acknowledge Menihune people as people. Yeah, even like, though it's they not were, like, like a legend. It's like they're a part yeah. of their people. Wow. Yeah, but I'm like, I wonder mm. to what point they say they existed. Like, I believe there yeah. could have been a race of people called the Menihune, but was it actually, like, two-inch people? Yeah. Like, or six-inch, whatever it said, six-inch people, like, building mm. whole cities. Most likely, probably not, but, like, I don't know if they... Like, I mean, I don't know. I'm just yeah. speculating. I feel like maybe they, like, respect them as, like, a culture. Like, they acknowledge, like, hey, these people are a part of our culture. Yeah. We're acknowledging their existence. Yeah. That's it. And it could have know. even been, like, a group of people that's still alive. Because they said there was still, like, 65 people, like, in 1820 that were listed as Menihune. So I wonder oh. if there was a group of people known as the Menihune and maybe, like, descendants of them mm-hmm. were, like, there was, like, folklore stories of them being tiny. Yeah. and like, like an origin story. Yeah. yeah. And, like, maybe that's now cool. that group of people is still, like, actively working huh. hard and building stuff. Like, we just don't know where that's it originated awesome. from. So it could be something like that. But Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, I kind of like the way they, like, uh, tie with the tale of, um, how, like, with time and, like, aging of technology and civilization and stuff, they kind of mm-hmm. just, like, taken, like, a backseat, because, like, yeah. that magic's kind of died off, I guess. Yeah. So on to our next mystery, we have the Pili, goddess of fire and volcanoes. Let's go! Let's Wait, go. that sounds amazing. I know. We'll see if I'll, like, say her name actually right. I know there's more <laughs> of her name. Peely's, like, the shorted version of it. Wait, that's kind of cute, actually. So, I guess she's known as Peely Honumuya. <laughs> uh-huh. She who shapes the sacred land, I guess is what it is. Wow. So, this goddess of fire and volcanoes continues to devour the big island with molten lava. Oh, my also God. Also creating the new land in the process. Wow. So, she's, like, really cool. Is she, like, made out of lava or something? I feel like that's it. She's probably, Part of it. Yeah. She's probably so pretty. I know. Aww. I feel like I just imagine Moana. Yeah, like the, um, Tefiti? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so pretty. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure I'm not the first person to say this. I'm, that's probably, like, an inspiration, like, for that movie, like, this goddess. That's cool as heck. It's so cute. I can just imagine. So I guess there's also small towns in an entire forest that have been wiped out by Peewee's passionate, unpredictable, and volatile temper. So this really is sounding like Just Moana. like me. <laughs> so her presence is felt on all of the Hawaiian islands and legend mountains that she resides in one of the most active volcanoes in the world at the summit of Kaluya, within Haumea Uana's crater of Hawaii Volcanoes National Park on the Big Island. So... I guess Pele is pronounced Pele, so I'm already saying it wrong. 
uh, sends rivers of lava down the mountainside, adding more than 70 acres of new land to the southeastern coast since 1983. So travel to her home, stand at the edge of the the crater, and many say they are moved by the spirit of the goddess. Well, like that, like they'll be on a crater and they feel themselves moved because yeah. it's her power. Yeah, that Whoa. is probably like emotionally moved by her. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, but, that's probably. But I'm like, it could be either one. Maybe like moved or like moved. moved. <laughs> I'm moved by her. In folklore, <laughs> Pele travels to the islands, appearing to mankind as a beautiful young woman or as an old woman, sometimes oh. accompanied by a white dog. Refuse Aww. her request and suffer her wrath. Like a Maltese or like, are we talking like a French poodle? Like Just a white dog. Just a white dog. I hope it's like a white scraggly one, you know? Like it's like, like it's it looks a like a Muppet dog. kind of. Yeah. Kind of dumb looking. Yeah. <laughs> kind of stupid in the eye. Kind of stupid in the eye. <laughs> walk a little to the left sometimes. I'd watch that uh that uh, comedy duo show, like a buddy cop movie between them. Although it, it does say refuse her request and suffer her wrath, so it's not super buddy cop. It's oh, well, like, it's like either it's die like or do or it. Buddy Cop or Die. That's the name of the show, Buddy or Die. Aww. Aww. That's cute. I'd watch I it. I love it. It's like streaming on Hulu. Hulu. Streaming on Hulu next Tuesday. <laughs> We're writing it. It's coming out. It's coming out next Tuesday. <laughs> so, legends say that obviously you suffer her wrath. Um, tales of encounters with Pele include divers who picked up an old woman dressed in all white on roads in Kloé National Park. Only to look in the mirror to find the back seat empty. So they'd pick her up and she wouldn't be in the back seat. Oh my god. Like, that's horrifying. She sounds like she plays like tricks on people. I know. Like it's just she's doing this for fun. She's a haha, I got you. She's literally a god that creates like islands and like mm-hmm. lava and like everything. And she's like, I'm just gonna mess she's with some people. She's gonna torment some people. <laughs> so others say Pele's face has mysteriously appeared in their photos of the lava <gasps> lake within the crater of molten lava flows. That's, That's crazy. Disturbing. That's so cool. Now I'm going to try to take those pictures. Imagine she appears. I'd be so excited. You're going to post them on Instagram and like, like she's TV. just going to appear in them? I'm going to like start a curse on Instagram by these photos. <laughs> um, so oh I guess God. on the islands, Pele is like a revered and respected like entity. Like People mm-hmm. like love her so much. An important note to travelers looking for authentic souvenirs of their Hawaiian vacation um, you're supposed to never remove and take home a lava rock from the islands. Mm, I've heard of that, actually. Like, I guess lava is like a sacred piece of the fire goddess. Yeah. And bad luck will befall anyone who dares to remove it from um, yeah. Pele's home. I didn't know that. I've, like, heard, I've heard of that just in general for, like, a lot of uh, Polynesian islands, actually. That, mm-hmm. like, a lot, like, it's all sacred land. So, like, wow. taking things from it is, like... A no go. Ooh, it's a good thing if like, people aren't like collecting like seashells like they would at normal beach. Mm-hmm. Like, don't do that; you get cursed. Yeah, really no, that's like a luck. that's like a huge thing. I'm like, I'm sure you've seen that trope in like shows and stuff where people mm-hmm. go to like sacred lands and they're like, oh, tiki. this little like a uh, tiki doll won't mean anything, it's right? Like, well, it almost always does mean something, and like, yeah, you're starting something. Yeah. And I guess it's also considered offensive to eat any of the hualo berries that grow along the edge of the Halma Umawa. Oh. within without first offering them to the goddess or requesting permission. So if you want to eat the berries, like, offer them or yeah. say, hey, can I have some of these? Even though they're, like, on her land, like, she yeah. she, she could eat them at any time. She's, She's like, respectful. Respect your elders. Okay, I guess, okay, in a way, I guess I could see it. That'd be like someone going through my fridge without yeah. asking, and I'm like, hello? hello like, I paid fridge. for those. She's literally my fridge, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. That was my target run. How dare you? Mine. Did you pay for that? No. No. Don't touch it unless you ask me first. 
So I guess ancient legends of Pele are wrought with fierce feuds and jealous outbursts. One oh. story tells of how Pele, one of six daughters and seven sons born to Huame, the earth goddess, and Kane, creator of the sky, earth, and heavens, came to Hawaii after being exiled from Tahiti. Tahiti! Oh! Oh, there it Am is! Am I just stupid and not knowing of anything? No, yeah, for how much I love uh, the Polynesian Islands, I don't know a lot of the mythology, but I would like to know more. Wait. What? No, wait, no, we'll talk, wait. I was trying to think, are the little, <laughs> are the little dudes, uh, in Moana, is, are those the, um... The little dudes? Yeah, the ones on the boat, when they're trying to get away. I cannot place it, I haven't seen that movie in a hot second. Oh my god, we gotta watch Moana after yes, this. Yes, so I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm wondering, are those the, uh, the, the, um, Ma- Mana the menu, menu? menu? Yeah, is that them? What if it is? That might be. Stop we'll have it. to go back and research now that. Now I need to know that's really cute. No one quote us on that, but we, no we need to do us. a little I refresher. I know what I have on the paper. I know what's on the page. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what I've researched. Oh them. my god. I'm just having a clicking moment of like, I feel like we do that on that sh- on this show a lot. Like, we'll see, we'll do a case, and mm-hmm. like, oh, I know that from this pop culture yeah, thing. like pop culture is everything. Yeah. For all of our references, and I love it. Yeah. We're just educated but we watch too much TV. <laughs> yes. You're about to get a really big pop culture thing within this episode. And you'll, Ooh, you'll be excited. Oh my god, I'm excited. Because you learned about another episode <gasps> about it. So I'm just going to say that and then you'll find out later. Great. So I guess, anyway, this um, Kane Mohale came to Hawaii after being exiled from Tahiti by her father because of his temper. Or her temper. Uh, she fought with her elder sister, uh, the water goddess, whose husband Pele had seduced. Um, and then Pele's older brother, the king of the sharks... I am already on it. Get ready. Um, the king of the sharks gave her a canoe, and she and several of her siblings paddled across the sea, all of the while battling with um, Namahakamai. I don't know what it is. How to say that word? But yes, they battled with them. But anywho, speaking of the king of the sharks, do you remember what I'm referencing? Can you remember anything I could possibly get from this? King of the sharks. Think about it for a second. Consider. Okay. You ready? You okay. ready? Yeah. Do you remember when I told you about the episode of Fear Street, uh-huh. the shark in the pool, the pool shark? Yeah. Do you remember when I told you about this, how there was mm-hmm. a kid who went in the pool and there was a shark in there, da 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 Yeah. Well, that's based off of this because it was in Hawaii. Oh! The pool really? shark episode is, has a Hawaiian Oh, yeah, because we were thing. fighting because I was like, it's afraid of the dark episode, and you're like, no, it's not. It's Fear, not Fear Street, what am I saying? But it's literally Haunting Hour. The wow! Is based on this That's crazy. King of the Sharks. Oh, really? Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can say this reference because it makes so much oh my sense God. in this context. So, At least yeah. it wasn't about a haunted canoe instead, apparently. <laughs> you were like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, the that haunted, makes sense. The pool shark episode. So, yeah. Also, I love that, like, I already made this joke just now but i love the fact that like he gave her a canoe and not just like a shark that would just like take mm-hmm. her across the water yeah he's like i'm king of the sharks and i can tell them to do whatever i want um, but, but uh you can, this out. You, you can do it yourself you can literally be all the other sharks figure it out oh my god on your way <laughs> what if she uses like lava from her hands to like project it like lava girl this is her boy lava girl wait are they hawaiian am i stupid no <laughs> Oh. But it's like kind of like what it is, right? <laughs> wait, is this where Shark Boy and Lava Girl came from? Wait. Wait, wait. Wait. Wait, I think, wait a second. I think you're really I think I'm onto something here. Wait. It's just too much of a coincidence that the lava goddess mm-hmm. and, and like Shark Boy. And sh- the Shark Boy. <laughs> you mean the Shark God? Oh my god. 
<laughs> the Shark King the shark is like boy. also that. I don't know. Wait a second. That seems a little too much of a parallel for my liking. Where does it take place? Where does it take place? Austin, 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 Texas. But so I'm, not close at I all. I want to learn more about this after. I feel like there's definitely some Hawaiian stuff in mm-hmm. there. I think someone's someone's doing something. We're gonna know? have to have a talk with Mr. Electric, aka uh, George Lopez. We're gonna have George to have a Lopez. talk with him. Like he, uh, like he'll know. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. Well, I'm not gonna finish the rest of that because it's not that interesting. After that, well, <laughs> no offense, Pele. But I do want a little fun fact in here because I thought it was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Fun fact: pork is a popular meat to eat in Hawaii, but it's best to leave it out of your picnic lunch if you're traveling to the Pili Highway in Oahu. Pele, the volcano goddess, once had a tumultuous relationship with Kampau, the pig god, when she cruelly oh. ended by banishing him to the Kuali area of the island. And then vehicles carrying pork have been known to sputter to a stop when driving on the highway out of Kauai. Believed to be caused by vengeful Pele, who thinks someone's trying to sneak her former lover out of his place of exile. So the only way to carry on is to toss out the pork. So you're not allowed to Oh, pork. so like, sm- like she smells a pig going yeah. out and she's like, hey! She thinks it's the person she's mm. exiled. So like pork wow. is like a no bueno. So being thing. vegan's a good idea for when you're going. Yeah. So maybe, well, just maybe other stuff, just not pork. Mm-hmm. I think that's a no no go. We'll see. What if it's like what if it's like a mixed meat or something? Is that a thing? Mixed meat? Minced meat? Mixed Mixed meat? Like You shouldn't mix meat. Really? It's like pork and chicken and stuff like that. There's just like a hint of it in it, like That's, byproduct. That sounds disgusting. Mm-hmm. No. Like you you're bringing jerky there? Maybe not. Maybe it's just safe to just bring some fruits and vegetables and call Maybe it. Maybe just eat their really fresh fruits. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get out of something more crazy. This one's, this little story is called Watch Out for the Green Lady Child Snatcher. Is <laughs> <laughs> that a great segue? Can that be the name of the episode instead? We could go, <laughs> watch out for the green lady child. It's like the longest title of a thing ever. It's like, a movie title. Watch, and that's like a terrible movie title. The woman in the window who eats the... The woman in the window across from the woman in the window who is watching the lady. Watching the lady who is the green. But she's also green. <laughs> and make sure you watch out for her. Green eggs and ham. I guess she's also the scary ghost of the Wahi Gulch. Okay. Add that too. Add that to the list. <laughs> anyway. That's yeah. the subline. That's the subline. <laughs> it's shorter than the title. That's so awful. <laughs> So anyway, the green lady is a specific ghost haunting one area, but is so unusual she rates her own entry. The legend goes that the green lady was once just a normal mother who enjoyed taking your children to the Wahaui Botanical Garden in Honolulu. I'm really butchering some of these names. But I guess she and her children would cross the gulch in Wahawa um, instead of taking the bridge as... She was once afraid of cars striking her children, like she was scared they would get hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, one night on their way back home, the children became separated, and the mother could not find them in the gulch, no matter how hard she tried. After searching and searching, she went looking for help, but no one would help her. She went back into the gulch alone and disappeared along with her children. So ever since then, there have been sightings of a ghostly green woman haunting the gulch. The ghost isn't just green, it's covered in vines and grass and resembles a shambling marsh monster. More than a ghost. Oh my god. So the spirit animating the milky plant life is the ghost of the mother still looking for her children. However, in her grief, she will steal away with any child who comes into the gulch. So this kind of sounds familiar. It sounds similar to like the weeping woman, but different. Mm -hmm. Different vibes. Yeah, very much so. But I'm like, it's still creepy. But I guess children in Wahawa 
uh, sometimes dare each other to run across the bridge, as the story says the green Ooh. lady will even come up on the bridge to take children away. The ghost has even been seen on the outskirts of an elementary school over there, which is located on the edge of the gulch. What a like, rises place. up from the bridge and just snatches yeah. them up? Oh what my god. a terrible god. place to have an elementary school, right where they're supposed to yeah. be. Yeah. Right where this cryptic legend is. Yeah, a children taker. <laughs> There's like a, like a, just like a raggedy sign, like painted in red, like next yeah. to the bridge, like, hey kids, don't go over here. Watch out it's for like, the green lady. Oh my god. Great. Fantastic. Can you imagine during recess, like, hey, let's go see the... You uh, see that woman over there in green? Let's go hang out with her. She's got nines all over her and she's really scary. Let's go oh my talk god. to her. See, I, if I was like the principal at school, I'd be like, um... Completely crazy, and I'd have like a mm-hmm. day you have to dress up all in green, like to Stop celebrate her. It. It's like, Green Witch Day. It's it's, it's day. Green Witch Day, guys. It's party time. <laughs> like you're an idiot, principal. Did you ever have days like that, like in elementary school? Not like Green Witch <laughs> Day. Like, um, not my school personally. Yours but like theme days and stuff. Like well, yeah. I, we had like a like Doctor Seuss Day. Yeah, pajama day. Yeah, day of school day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Day, we had like a Dr. Seuss day and like uh, we had like green eggs and ham and stuff, which oh, was uh, very interesting. Sketchy in a school, but yeah. it'll do. I think they just like dyed it green Yeah, but something. it was messed up. I don't mm-hmm. know what they put in that ham, but that ain't right. Did you, did you do that? Oh, did you, yeah. you ate green eggs and ham too? I'm pretty, well, thing. I don't remember the eggs. I remember the ham. And the ham was not it. Is that just like all elementary schools or do you think that's just like a Pennsylvania thing? Mm. I don't remember if I had it in Pennsylvania or Iowa, honestly. Oh. I don't remember where, mm. what point in my childhood. Yeah, I, had, I feel I like that's it. a first grader thing to do anyway, so that makes sense. I think it maybe hmm. it was something, like, more scholastic related. Like, I feel like scholastic, oh. maybe they were like, hey guys. Like, read some Dr. Seuss books. Do this for your students. I don't know, I don't know, logistics, mm. but. I'm gonna look into that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call every local school and be like, do you guys do Green Eggs and Ham Day? Curiosity. <laughs> you guys are a green lady day? Like, yeah. Uh, well, while you're doing a green eggs and ham day, why don't you do a green can you, can witch you lady? Can a lady day? in there? Yeah. A, witch, a child taker? And they're like, a, ch- a child taker? Don't you ever go to school again? I would be reported. I'm on a watch list. <laughs> for child taking, clearly, as a green lady witch. So, anyway, <laughs> the green lady has one other important characteristic. It is as if all of She offers green eggs and ham. <laughs> she offers green eggs and ham to the children. And says she is actually, what's what's the guy's name, the author? What's his Dr. Name? Seuss? She actually says she's Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw a picture of Dr. Seuss recently, and he does not look like he should. Yeah, he looks, he looks, he looks wrong. He looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Doctor Seuss. Is he even alive? He's probably fine. He's dead, right? Yeah, I think he's uh, like long gone. Yeah. What about like this? Like it starts shaking in here. Doctor Seuss haunts us. Honestly, that's the best part of my life. Who in the fight? The green, uh, green snatch lady or Doctor Seuss? My money's on the green snatch mm, lady. Doctor Seuss for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you think he looked like that? No, not at all. Exactly. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Anywho, about the green lady, her other right, characteristic, um, something, um, I, I'm thinking about Dr. Seuss, I'm so sorry. Um, it's not shared by many ghosts, she smells really bad, I guess. Mm. Most likely a result of the decaying plant matter that covers her, her makes up her body. Oh it, it's often easy enough to tell that she's around just because of the horrible smell that comes off of her. Oh, is she like made of greenery? Did I miss that? Like, is yeah. she made of moss well, and like things? she has like vines Ooh. and... Just a lot of green stuff on her because she's she died in the gulch. 
Oh, yeah, 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 in the gulch. Oh. Mm, I want to know if she ever mm. found her kids down there because she went missing looking yeah. for her missing kids. So I'm yeah. like, I wonder if in the afterlife she ever found her kids or if she didn't and she just keeps mm. looking for kids to replace them. I'm sure she probably hasn't found them, to be honest, because that's where the hunger of, like, ghosts and, like, supernatural things like that come from. Yeah. There has to be a hunger or reason to keep going, and that's probably what yeah. it is. I also just want to know what happened to her in general. Mm-hmm. Like, what... That's so spooky. It's creepy. It's like a fun visual to think about, like being made up of like plants and like moss and like stuff like that. That would be. Can you imagine you go to a Halloween costume? It's like you got like the YMCA guys, and you come up as this like green witch. You're like, hey, I love it. You're just like your hair's made up of green moss. It'd be cute as heck. Oh my god. But yes, now we just have one more little story. Yeah. And it's called "Don't Anger the Mo Water Guardians." I tried to make these as long as I could, so I thought it was kind of funny, but... Wait, did you title these yourself? Some of these, yeah. <laughs> and I guess um, they are shape-shifting dragon deities. So if you're wondering Ooh. a little more about what these water, water guardians are, that's what they are. That sounds cool. So they are the legendary protectors of Hawaii's pools, ponds, and streams. They are spirit creatures called Mo, who can change forms from small geckos to giant dragons. Ge- oh, yeah, okay. Yes, so they can get... They can, they can be the, the Geico guy or uh, the purple dragon lady Jake from... Long. <laughs> Jake Long or Geico. That, that's where I want to be. Cho- choose your fighter. Choose your fighter. I want to be Jake Long, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they have supernatural powers to control the weather, ensuring the islands have plentiful water and fruitful harvest. If angered, they can whip up killer waves or sweep the targets of their wrath off steep cliffs to their death. Jeez. My God. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. If you're at one, I can't even. Why did I react? My God. If you're at one of Hawaii's lovely natural pools, drop a flower or branch in the water before venturing in. If the Ooh. branch or flower gets swept away, it's a sign the Mao don't want to be disturbed, so it's best to go elsewhere. For oh. Oh, that's kind of scary. What if I want to go to the beach and they go, nope. That's, like, scary, but I find that kind of beautiful in yeah. a way, too. Like, that's it's cool. It's not today. But I guess, um, then the Ma was often translated from Hawaiian into English as simply just lizard. <laughs> They're just called lizard. So, however... Hey, as lizard. Hi, lizard. As we've learned, Ma were not harmless small geckos. Rather, were largely creatures with long and terrifying bodies. Wow. So, we'll learn more. Uh, the traditionally Mo are associated with fish ponds, and they are considered guardian spirit spirits. Um, they flow from Kauai and down through the Apua Makua and mm-hmm. pond and are said to have been once a beautiful girl who lived in the valley. So it originated from this little girl who lived in the valley. Uh, her parents changed her into Mao so that she could carry, she could marry the shark man. <gasps> the shark man. Also, this kind of reminds me of Ponyo. It's, it does <laughs> kind of give Ponyo vibes. It is. Um, and then the following story pertains to the Mao of Macau. So in heavy rains, the Mao came down the stream from Kauai to meet the shark man from Kaneo Cave. When the stream flows strong, it breaks through the sand beach and flows into the sea. The Mao goes into the sea and goes on the big rock next to the blowhole of the Waianae end on the beach. The rock is called Pakai Kailai. On this rock, she would turn herself into a beautiful princess and call to him. The shark would come out of Kaneo Cave through the undersea channel and swim out to the blowhole. Sorry, (laughs) I don't know why blowhole. He would then swim into the underwater entrance and be tossed ashore through the blowhole. He would then turn into a man 
and he and the princess would get together. I'm not going to say the details. They, mm, they and kiss. they're both and they're both mythological creatures. They kiss it a lot. <laughs> so when they were ready, they would go to live into the stream together. And when the water is green, the mao is in the stream. So see the green water. That means that she is there. When it is clear, she is not. So no swimming is allowed when the mouth is in the stream. So if you see green water, just know she's there. I don't think I want to swim in green water anyway, right? Like, yeah, honestly. Is it like a jello green? You're like, yeah, I'll swim in that. That what makes sense. What if like, my pool here in yeah, Pennsylvania is green? Is isn't mean, chlorine green? Like sometimes it like Sometimes. I think if you're not like cleaning it or sometimes mm. it just turns green water, Ooh. but... Does that mean she's just vibing there? Maybe that's why we don't swim in pools. Like, it's not because they're dirty. It's because they're, like, it's because of her. Yeah, she's doing that. Wow. Mythology is so crazy. Like, yeah. just the amount of, like, mythological cases we've talked about. Just, like, the insane amount of, like, he was thrown through this blowhole. Then, like, this happened. And maybe he turned into this beautiful, it's like, like... They just have a lot of really cool, like, cultural yeah. stories that have been passed down. No, I love it. And I'm like, I want to know more about you. And I wish I knew more about, like, yeah. their locations, their cultures, mm-hmm. all the names for everything. Yeah. I feel like there's just a lot of cultural significance that's been yeah. passed down. And it's still, like, very important to them today, which is yeah. really fun. Maybe we could do, like, a, um, like, in the future, like, maybe we could do, like, a, like, a, not a part two, but, like, a sequel episode where we talk about more cases or try to go yeah. more into it. Like, maybe for the summer tapes. That'd be really well, cool, too. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because oh. I do have more ghost stories that I didn't get to get into. Yeah. Just because there's so many. Those were mm-hmm. just, like, the main, like, I think four. Like, strong Like, yeah, cases. very, like, big yeah. important things that are in Hawaii, but there's a lot of different ghost stories that we yeah. can either tell on a TikTok series, Ooh. which I thought would be really fun, Yeah, or we can make a short episode or something. It's like a mini-mystery like, one. Yeah, mini-mystery. Yeah. So that's an idea that I'd love to play with, but those were definitely the main stories those are all really Hawaiian cool. Folklore. And I know it wasn't like our usual, like super scary. No, yeah. But that's like their fun, like mysteries and myths of Hawaii. Yeah. Like that's just so much fun. I mean, that's kind of been the podcast for a while. It's just kind of doing a change of pace. So yeah. it's like kind of cool to like see um, all these different things. And I think from everything we've done, we've just learned a lot of different like uh, culturally significant things and like mythology. And it's just, yeah. it's fun. Like I feel like I'm broadening my horizons with things yeah, and you know it's great. And i'm just excited to actually go to hawaii and like yeah experience it i was like i'm gonna you're gonna, this you're gonna meet the molten gonna lava lady i wanted to know all the scary <laughs> stories before i went so then i could be like freaked out on my you're about to go sw- you're about to go swimming you're gonna put like a flower in and you're gonna see a little gecko and you're gonna be like oh hi yeah. and you're gonna look up and there's gonna be just a giant dragon and then the volcano's gonna erupt and i go oh my god hey. <laughs> that's gonna be your um your uh avengers endgame it's just all these like uh polynesian like creatures are gonna like come after you at the same time well i don't want to see the night marchers i like to hear them and be like i don't see anything going to bed ah what the beautiful Uh, sound of the night marcher the beautiful sound and i hope that helps you drift off drift off to sleep tonight folks so in conclusion the Hawaiian Islands had plenty of ghostly stories, which we can hopefully get into later, mm-hmm. and they have been passed down to the generations that continue to frighten people to this day. But I guess the truth behind all of the strange happenings on the Hawaiian Islands will forever remain a, a mystery. mystery. Yeah. I was trying to go low because I knew you'd go high. So oh my I was gosh, like, you. <laughs> Alrighty. Wow. Well, thanks, folks, for listening. Yes, this yes. was our season finale of season six. Um, yes. Thank you so much for listening to us and being here with us. Mm-hmm. And we will see you for the, the summer, summer tapes, tapes, which will be coming up. 
Uh, I'll probably post this episode pretty soon. So, like, yeah. they'll... You'll see us in June for the summer tape. You'll so see us in June. So oh. good night, folks. Drift off to those marchers. <laughs> see you next time. Good night. Bye.